So guys, welcome to episode 20 of the Humanity Jitsu podcast. And now we got a good topic today. It's like the use of judo and wrestling to complement your jiu-jitsu, all the pros and cons that come with that. Ah, pros and cons. I'm not putting that in the thumbnail again. So we have a returning guest, Sean Davitt, who's a black belt in jiu-jitsu and judo, and my boy, Con Fenley, who wrestles a little. That's your intro. Okay, so guys, uh, one sec. Just, be- just so we like, we can clear this one up super quick. Just so we got some people. Uh, oh, st- uh, sorry, some stuff off the Instagram real quick. Like, uh, I'll just get this out of the way before we get rolling. Uh, we got like, let's see. Three things, okay. Uh, Aimless, he makes some good-ass memes. Just a quick shout-out to him. Uh, toss him about, very astute. Uh, Dennis Frimpong says, always good to cross-train. Yeah. It is Dennis, yeah, very astute. 100%. <laughs> and now we have a, we actually have a good question, or a good uh, observation from uh, how to train the transitional phases between standing and groundwork and drills to use by N. Donnelly98, Don <laughs> Protégé, his boyo. Okay. So, uh, so what's your sort of take on that, Sean, for like a judo scenario, like the transitional phase between like jujitsu and judo? Oh, look, um, are we talking about you know transition from being pure judo to jujitsu, or are we talking about mixing the two of them together? Yeah, um, uh, just sort of melding and shit. Melding. Look, I'm I'm a firm believer in it's the same jacket, just different rules. You know, if you can grab a guy, uh, you can do whatever you want with him. You know, uh, it's like Bruce Lee kind of said before, wasn't it? Like, uh, if you have two arms and two legs, you can do the same kind of things. It's just what you choose to focus on, you know? Um, yeah, look, transitional stuff. Judo has straight from standing. You can go straight into submissions as well. Like, so there's a lot of positive crossover there as well. And mm. The way I kind of think of the judo, I don't think of the, the Olympic judo that we see t- today, you know, with the IJF and all that. Like, um, when I started judo, you could do all the fantastic leg grabs and all. It was only uh, 2013 when it came out, when they took away the leg grabs. You know, to, so I lost a lot of beautiful techniques, like uh, Marauder Gary, that, so that'd be a big, massive double leg, you know, and Katagruma, proper fireman's carry. You know, so a lot of techniques are there, and I, I believe in training them all, to be honest with you. And they, they transition really well into jiu-jitsu. Mm. Yeah, what's the sort of deal with like Olympic judo, like uh, like with the rules set? Like, are you allowed to submit people in like Olympic judo, or is it just oh God, pins yeah. and stuff? Yeah, oh, I didn't man, know what the deal was. Yeah, no, no, um, judo. There's, yeah, there's four ways, uh, main ways of winning. Um, so ippon, so that's the big beautiful throw, and mm-hmm. um, pinning. So you mm-hmm. pin a guy for twenty seconds or twenty-five seconds, depending on the rule set. Um, submission, so choke, strangles, arm bars, mm-hmm. and then the last one is on points. Of course, there's always, you know, disqualification as well. Oh, that's the best one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say say they, they just hit you with a blast double. Like, let's say Khan just entered a judo tournament, blast double them, then he gets disqualified. <laughs> in, in the current rule sets, yes, but if Khan enter a freestyle judo, which is absolutely mm. awesome, uh, that's it's kind of a hybrid there between wrestling and judo, so it's it's excellent. Mm. Yeah, Khan, what's it? to be taught. Yo, Khan, what's your sort of take on like transitioning and trying to meld judo, uh, sorry, jiu-jitsu and wrestling? Um, well, for Nogi, it's probably the, it's the better one for Nogi, if you ask me. Uh, 
I've tried, I've done judo. I do a lot of judo um, in the nogi and gi. Just kind of messes about, but I can never really get it uh, unless I'm in the gi. So if you're doing nogi, my take on it would be just just do wrestling in the nogi. Um, in the gi, as uh, Sean said, like you know, it would be a lot of jits or judo kind of little trips, and every so often you go for a good drop sanagi or something. Um, or something that I like to do is uh, uchimata, which is oh yeah, basically a hip toss, um, form of a hip toss. Uh, but when you get to the ground, like you know, it's it's all kind of get transition from the feet to the ground is is problem, like you know, because a lot of time you end up being in a scramble, you end up fucking in really weird positions where like you might end up in kind of like a half guard, but only like your knees in. I'm oh, sorry, not, only like you're between your shin and your knee, uh, between your shin and your foot's in. So like you do you do land in kind of weird weirdish positions. Um, I prefer wrestling because I love people. I like hanging on people. Just as in, like, if I get my hands together, I'm going to throw you into next week, and then I'm going to start. You know what I mean? Um, mm. You can kind of, you can you can be a little bit more graceful about it. But um, in terms of transitioning, I think they're both equally as hard. They're just I can't. I it took me forever just to kind of if I get a takedown, whether it be like a ju, whether it be like an uchimata, or it be like you know a double leg. It takes me forever just to get into position, so I can move, so I can move on to from that position. To the next position, Now, say you brought up something interesting there. So, uh, and uh, this is like a questione for Sean. So, uh, yeah, what, would you see much uh, judo uh, application in nogi personally? Like, what's your sort of take on using judo? Would you use any judo styles takedowns for nogi? I find it, it's it's very tricky to go nogi. You have to change your handles, you know, because. Um, yeah, you're instead of going for just grabbing a lapel, you have to catch at the wrist, or you have to catch just above that, you know, that lovely nook at the elbow. Um, you have to go under hooks primarily rather than over hooks, you know. Um, and one of the big things, like Tom was kind of saying with the judo, with C and Ags or something like that, you have to turn into the guy, mm. which can, when it goes to the ground, leaves you exposed to your back. So, like, um, if you're doing that, you're you're looking to try to get your arm around the waist or whatever like that. And in nogi, it's tricky because the guy can slide away. When you're in gi, you can you can take your solid grip. You can grab that belt. You can grab the gi at the back, you know, at the seam or whatever. You know, so, like, there, you know, there's positives and negatives for both. But in nogi, man, it's it's trickier to, to apply it. It's highly, highly efficient. But you just have to adapt it to suit the rules that you're going into because mm. guys uh you wouldn't really believe how like uh effective like just having some good judo or some good wrestling can help in your jiu-jitsu because i seen this uh one of my boys judo jim he's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu black belt in judo he went to the irish open i think it was masters two or three he beat this one dude in 40 seconds by hitting him with this fucking just your basic like little foot sweep but just <laughs> just like just out of nowhere and then so here's one thing I'm thinking of. Uh, do you ever hear people like complain afterwards? Like face, say they face someone who has good wrestling or good judo and they're all like, oh man, fucking do judo or wrestling. Like, I don't think you have any right to complain at purple, brown or black if you're fighting oh someone. Uh, like, uh, white and blue, I think that's reasonable to complain about that. Like, because, you know, that's fine. But purple, brown and black, if you're bitching about someone being a good wrestler or good at judo, how did you get this far? Like, come well, on, fuck. I would actually agree with you on that one, you know, because if anyone's training jujitsu, they should have solid takedown, solid takedown defense. 
like we're we're talking here about complementing our jiu-jitsu mm. adding adding to the jiu-jitsu skills we have you know and you should be drilling and learning that stuff you know it's, you know, it's part of the curriculum as far as i'm concerned because mm. like okay fair enough white belt if uh say you're fighting a white belt who had a shitload of, of wrestling in his background you want to bitch about that okay that's fine he's doing a bunch of grappling and you're still a beginner grappler fine blue belt uh, you know i'll give him a little bit of leeway with the complaining but then purple brown and black I'm like shut the fuck up like you're obviously good enough that you should be able to deal with that get the fuck out of here yeah absolutely absolutely yeah mm. see uh one thing that i uh see i was doing a little bit of research and stuff and like uh i was uh Emphasis on the little research. <laughs> and see, so, uh, one of the analogies that people sort of made, like you sort of brought this up with uh, the Sayanagi thing when like uh, you leave your back exposed if you, yeah. when you're doing a throw, is like wrestling would be low risk and high rewards depending on the takedowns and judo is like high risk, high rewards. Like, uh, what do you guys think of that? Khan, uh, do you want to take that one first? Or? Um... Uh, low risk high reward well you see you say that now but like if you think about it if you go wrong in wrestling and somebody gets on top of you you're kind of fucked like you know what i mean same mm. with you like if you go straight to your back like that's it over um mm. so it is kind of, it's almost like that in that respect where like if you get put straight on your back like you know it's a clean after Mm. No, I just mean like initially, just just like attempting one. Like if say you attempt a single leg and it just doesn't it doesn't work. Like what did you really lose? That's the low risk aspect your man's thinking uh, of. Where like, you attempt like I lose all position like and I've just wasted a bunch of energy trying to get to a guy's leg, and now I'm stuck on bottom and a guy's trying to push my head down and get to my back and pick me up and throw me or roll me over, which isn't hard because I've just spent a load of energy trying to get a leg. Do you know what I mean? So it really depends who you're going against. It is individualistic where it's um, how high risk and how low risk you go. Because some guys like myself, we don't actually go for that many takedowns. A lot of our stuff comes off counters. So it is kind of low risk in terms of um, in terms of reward. But if you're actually just pure wrestling, then it's kind of like, it's. I wouldn't say low risk, but I'd say it's like, it's, it's definitely not high, not high risk. Unless you go for something like, um, like a suplex and you, you grip halfway through. Mm. Well, some some medium risk. It is, yeah. So if you do, if it's something like high altitude throws, that's a risk. That's a big risk, and, and a big reward. Almost everything is a big reward, but you know. Yeah, but Connor, I actually agree with you a lot on that because, like, similar to that, there's there's high risk throws in judo, going into jiu jitsu. Like if like if I was going for a nippon sienai, which is a standing shoulder throw, mm. you know, because the guy is such a such a low stance usually in jiu jitsu competitions. So you're you're leaving yourself exposed to the counters and that. Yeah. But you can make the feints for sweeps and all that as well. Get the guy to step forward and then take the leg with the sweep. Yeah. So there are there are the low risk as well. But um, like the analogy of high risk, uh, high reward in judo, someone who's just purely the modern version of judo where they don't do the leg grabs and all. Yeah, it's it's applicable enough. Mm. Very uh, very. It's all it all depends on the person as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh really, God, yeah. It really all depends on the person. Like I, I'd be a counter wrestler more than anything else, but I can still wrestle off, like you know, attacking. I'd say yourself. What do you do yourself? Like are you a counter? Me? No, I'm. I'm a. I put them under pressure, as as they say. Like I, I go in, take my grips, move them around. Like I'm. A lot of judo guys would traditionally be kind of like um, explosive power. You know, mm. uh, I'm constant tearing guys around. Like I, I'd have good cardio, 
and I'm well able to. I know the, the length of the matches and that, so I'm putting them under so much pressure that they make a mistake. And then I'm, or I make them make the mistake, as you say. And then you, you land your big throw. In jiu-jitsu tournaments, like, it's different, you know, because the stances are different. You can put the leg out there for the debate to go to the single leg, and then you can counter that with a sumigashi. Uh, but it's, you know, at the, the black belt level, it's it's a different game altogether again, like, so. Yeah, um, yeah that's interesting as well, when it's the way it's just, it's just the whole kind of, the way you do stuff compared to wrestling is completely different. Well, it's kind of completely different. Hmm. See, uh, same, same, but different. Yeah, <laughs> same, same, but different. <laughs> See, uh, Sean, you sort of brought up something pretty good there with the whole grip breaking exchanges because yeah. that's that's sort of one thing that could be like very easily transitioned over, like the whole grip breaking and stuff in judo as well in jiu-jitsu because you don't want them getting good fucking grips. They'll, yeah. they'll do something with it. So uh, that's, that's uh, like... Uh, control the grips is the guy that can control the fight in the gi. Mm. Primarily, like, you know, if you get the grip that you want and the other guy does not want that, they're going to expend so much energy trying to get rid of your grip that you can have your plan be ready to go straight off. Mm. Not to mention, one of the greatest feelings in the world is having an extravagant grip fight with your friends and just making sound effects and you're breaking them. Like, <laughs> greatest feeling in the world. <laughs> oh, but, but the only problem is guys get sneaky guys do those wrist locks out of, out of nowhere just to make you loosen your grip. <laughs> sure, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! I'm gonna send that little. I'm gonna send that clip to him. I'm gonna send that clip to you, that guy, Kieran. That'll be fun. He's gonna kick your ass when this is all over. Yeah, he loves them, and he knows it. I, every time he does it, I'm like, alright, Kieran, Kieran, if you do this, I'm going to throw you into next week. I don't care if you got a bad knee. I'm going to throw you into the fence, and you'll mm. die. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's let's see man if my fucking wrist is shit like my right wrist is terrible because i sleep on it very weirdly like do you ever sleep with like your head on your hands so that doesn't help matters so if i get wrist locked i'm like uh well it was it was nice being able to write and stuff and being able to live normally but uh, i guess i'm fucked yeah that's over now <laughs> man i got i got hit with a nasty gooseneck one time by this this dude he's a blue belt and he's fucking ripped to shit he's very strong and like uh, we trained together the whole time. He hit me with this gooseneck. I'm like, you fucking cunts. That was beautiful. <laughs> Be- beautifully painful. Oh, they're just, just horrible though, aren't they? Wrist locks, you know, it's, it's like prison rules, you know. It's Oh, man. You have to make you have to make that preference. Or did you ever see um, the wrist lock Akana? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. That's Kieran yeah. Dodd's special right there. Oh. Um, I oh. showed that to... Oh. <laughs> Actually... When, uh, since we're talking about rest, uh, wrist locks, whenever you're wrestling and you grab a body lock of some sort, over under, double overs, or double unders, mm. if you land on your wrists, you're wrist locking yourself, and oh, nobody, yeah. ever talk, nobody ever talks about it because like if you because you do this like really cool high percentage throw and you just land on your hand, it's like oh yeah, it's just broke my wrist. <laughs> Got four points though. Mm. Now I can't like grab anything ever again. Oh man, you know it was so horrible one time. See. I was training with this, uh, this guy's like light enough, mind you. I say he's about 70 kg. This one fella, this crazy good purple belt at our gym. And he was like, pass my guard, pass my guard, pass my guard. I was like, retaining, retaining, recovering, recovering. And then he does this one pass, like I'm sort of turtled up and I have my frames and I'm pushing off him. And like he, he sort of takes all, his arms and legs off the floor for like a fraction of a second. And my, my, like, uh, I'm sort of going into him. And all his weight goes into my wrist, and I'm just holding him on my wrist, all 70 kg for like oh. a fraction of a second. And I just feel 
the wrist lock there. I'm like, oh shit, it fucking hurts. You're heavier I, than you look, you bastard. Uh, they're, they're just miserable though. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, sidetrack. Accidents do happen. <laughs> oh, the only accident was me not uh, toe-holding him sooner. <laughs> <laughs> now that, those are prison rules because that's just a wrist, a wrist lock, but for the foot. Hmm? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, think about that for a moment. Well, technically, your feet are technically like elongated versions of wrists. Your ankles are because, like you know, since we're like Homo sapiens, like their ankles were like feet were one time hands. So. Technically, mm. it's still a wrist lock. Yeah. If you want to go back to like human anatomy, mm. yeah, well, simple. Turn it the way it doesn't go. Yeah, yeah basically. I don't well, know. Should I think I, I know, don't know about the Homo sapiens shit? The guy who calls himself Humanzi? Well, you never brought it up, so like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, see, one thing I was looking at when I was like uh, fucking uh, doing my air quotes research, well, an, interesting, an interesting topic came up. It was like, uh, should BGJ and Judo merge into like one martial art? Because, you know, just like put all the throws and submissions and all that's so like just like meld them into jiu-jitsu as well so like it becomes just the one thing yeah, my, my thought on that is like i said at the start there's the same jacket just different rule sets you know train it all mm. like uh let's see yeah, it's a great way of passing guard you know mm. like man let me think uh, but see a fucking I love a good fucking squashy pass. That's the best thing on the fucking planet. Just the, all the pressure and shit, and then hearing little winces of pain. Oh my god, that's wicked. Because you weigh five tons. I weigh okay. I wore. I weighed eighty-one kg this morning. I usually walk around at seventy-nine. It's not my fault the quarantine has me fucking fucked up. Dude, I'm sixty-nine kilos. You can't. Speak. That'd be horrible. <laughs> sixty-nine. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I bet you like North South a lot, Sean. Just saying. Oh, oh that's just called a Kami Shiogatami, by the way. Uh, I'm gonna say North South. That's that's pretty. It's quicker. <laughs> <laughs> like you just say random Japanese words and just say Katami at the end and say act like that's a judo position. I bet you do just to fuck with people. Ah no, no, but. If I am really, really stuck, I clutch at straws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's Mitsubishi Katami, by the way. That one, that one. <laughs> let's let's uh come up with something like that. What what would be the most likely candidate for Mitsubishi Katami while we're on the while we're on the topic? A Mitsubishi Katami. Yeah. Ooh, um, I don't know. Tapping out to neon belly, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Or I was thinking knee bar position. Call that Mitsubishi Katami. <laughs> I actually think that like uh, traditional judo, there actually is knee bars and stuff. So yeah, you have to find that somewhere. Hmm. I have to. I want to research that stuff. Hmm. If only I'd done actually some research to have a modicum <laughs> of professionalism on this fucking show. <laughs> I know you're you're really looking back in the annals of time here now for that kind of thing. So. Hmm. See, uh, one thing, like, this came up as well when I was uh, spending my preliminary hour of research before com- r- 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 uh, rushing me coming down here and setting up the fucking setup. Set up the setup, what the fuck I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> people are saying the learning curve in judo is harder because fucking the amount of fucking grips and positions and shit as opposed to, like, 
jumping someone on their fucking head. <laughs> I don't know. That's one thing to come up. What do you guys think of that? Uh, ah, what do you think of that? I, I think, yeah, there's there's a massive syllabus in judo, you know, and there's so many variables as well. Uh, so, yeah, there, look, there's a massive learning curve, even just uh, taking the gr- taking your standard, you know, lapel and sleeve grip. Man, the amount of different throws that can be done from there and the counters. But it's because the grips are, are available to, you know, if you've only got a certain amount of grips that you can take, like, like in wrestling or whatever, you know, it is going to be, there is going to be less options. You're just going to have to work damn hard to adapt them. Mm. You know, so that, that's that's my take on it. You know, like there's a massive, I think there's like 67 different throws on the judo syllabus. You know, and a lot of them actually are single legs, double legs, you know, as well. So mm. different. Yeah, could you give us five throws at the top of your head, just so, just to put you on the spot? Okay. Also, uh, Gary, Harigashi, Ogashi, Kataguruma, Ifansinak. Aha! That was quick. A bit too uh, quick. That's why I'm featherweight. <laughs> <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> Con, uh, what's your sort of take on that? On which part exactly? There's a lot to it, as in like the whole learning curve. Yeah, people people saying the learning curve is uh, steeper in judo because of, as Sean mentioned, uh, the whole shitload of uh, techniques and stuff. Um, right. I'm going to agree, but also disagree too. Now, um, because yeah, no, judo is a massive is a massive syllabus. Like you know, I was actually I did some research on this, and the like the syllabus is enormous. I do mean. You. but it's kind of limited in the range of if you're in normal street clothes you won't do like, the same amount of like, you know, grips and stuff obviously we're not talking about that right now but just in general um, it's a lot of it's kind of hard to explain because like it's just it, it, it both of them have huge syllabuses and both of them like you know utilize such random grips not random grips but like you know to to the normal lay person like you know just completely random why are you putting your hand on his collar like you know you're not going to rope him up like, yeah yeah actually but, um, but I think in wrestling it's probably a little bit easier um, because if you learn how to do a good double leg and a good entry you can pretty much just use that all the time then you can like use one or two things off it I do mean literally all the time because some guys that I know I just don't think to do is double I don't think to do a single that's all mm-hmm. they do you know what I mean um, so you do get some kind of freaks of nature who like they'll They'll say that wrestling is hard, but they don't, but they don't, because they only do like one thing. They don't use the whole like you know. Yeah. They don't use all of what they can use, which I feel like judo people who like do judo just like they just know everything, and they can just like yeah, we know everything. But getting to the point where you know everything is kind of like. Yeah, it's hard, dude. There's like no no one knows everything. Like you're you're dead right. Like all the variables. Yeah, hmm. there's another thing as well. It's it's not just like how much the learning curve for yourself. It's who you train with. Yep. As well, because if you train with people who are like who are also new, learning might be a little might be like learning speed will probably be about like at a five. But if you go with somebody who's like you know a little bit better than you, has been doing it maybe a year, or two, then you're going to learn at maybe a pace of seven or something. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, you training yourself. It's a lot of there's a load of different variables that go into it, like Johnny. Mm. See, uh, you brought up something interesting there with like uh, just having the one thing. See, 
one thing I sort of picked up on with the research I was doing was the sort of um, grind grinding mentality in wrestlers. Like, say, say you just have the one thing, like you're fucking focused like a motherfucker to get that one thing to work. But as opposed to judo, if one thing, and this is like, jiu-jitsu guys are guilty of this as well like if one thing doesn't work just try something else like straight away like really really quickly as opposed to just sticking to the one thing and just like mm-hmm. grind it out like a like a cr- stubborn bastard <laughs> the, the funny thing about that is actually a lot of wrestlers are not actually grinding thing. They're, kind of just something. they're just like give me something and then i'll take it and a lot of the grind is actually getting to like let's say a leg or getting a certain just and grip of anything because if you come up against a good wrestler just like a good judo player just, just establishing your grips is fucking horrible. It's oh, just no, that's the hardest part of the match, man. Yeah, like, like you, because you know, you can end the match in what, like maybe twelve seconds if you get a good grip on someone. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Same thing with wrestling. Um. So. And like when you were you were saying earlier there about you know if you got your your grip you know you have your your one technique you go to it like a, mm-hmm. a good high level judo guy maybe has maybe five, six techniques that they use in competition all the time. Mm. You know, you wouldn't use that full, you know, cr- you know, syllabus of techniques. You know, you have your five or six, your go-tos. Yeah. All the time, you just drill and drill and drill them. Because it works for you and your body type. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sure. Then again, as we said earlier, down to, this, down to the individual. Yep. Hmm. So yeah, like you know, you're obviously not going to try and hit a different thing in each fucking match. You're obviously going to try work, uh, do the thing that works best for you. Like yeah. that's just yeah. in general with everyone. Well, sure. A lot of time, I'm, I'm not. I, I think you kind of agree on this one as well, Sean. Um, yeah. It's it's a lot of it's muscle memory. So if oh you, God, yeah, I don't even think like, that's yeah, If you rep like 500 one thing like 500 times, that's the thing you're going to hit. Whether you like you know in a scramble or when you actually set it up, like you're still going to hit because you because it's in your muscle memory. It's not just yeah. it's just there. I, I mean, kind of think of it's like a your mind is like a a, a da- an automatic computer like a database, mm. and it just goes from position options come up, next position options come up. Yeah, yeah. that that's it. You don't even think it just automatically it just responds happens. Yeah, because you've trained that system so well. Yeah, you know that's we're finding more similarities here than anything else. Yeah, what's the fuck, Kamanzi? <laughs> well, I, I, I never said it was a debate. It's just like a sort of questionnaire thing, like just like a, a comf- uh, fucking philosophical pining, not even a debate. So <laughs> I never said it was a debate, even though the chat is called judo versus wrestling. So shut up. I think what we're coming up here is like, how can we best cross train using all the styles? I use I use judo the whole time. Yeah, like uh, we have two um, fantastic wrestlers with us. We've uh, an Alaskan chap, Stefan, who's an NCAA heavyweight, but was, and we've a Polish chap, Thomas, as well. And we, we work it all all in, like, mm. uh, you're ready mm. for anything there. A lot of wrestlers have some good judo. Oh, they do, yeah. yeah. Believe it or not. And it's kind of weird, because, like, wrestling and judo, what? But then seeing somebody getting thrown on the head with a hip toss, you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, in pretty much every competition I've done, I've almost hit hip toss. In no yeah. And gi, actually, yeah. But like I've almost always hit a hip toss, like once once per competition. Like that's my record. Yeah, yeah hip throws are my favorite though. Yeah, and I but if it's, if it's no gi, I'm going on the belt. If it's no, actually, if it's yeah, if it's no gi, if it's gi, I'm going on the belt or an overhook, mainly the belt. But if I'm going no gi, it's always an overhook, always an overhook, because everybody loves underhooks in no gi. That's well, all. It has to be underhook, yeah. yeah if you yeah. go overhook, they're just gonna slip under, arm drag your crackers, and you know. So no, I've been finding I've been hitting. 
hip tosses. I only hit overhand hip to- overhook hip tosses in nogi because I don't like hooks. I don't. I I've done it before, but I don't particularly like it because last time I did it, I kind of landed in a weird position. So what I'll do is I'll I let them pull into me and then I'll just go for it. You know yeah. I mean? So no, I find now maybe it's my physical my physical dimensions. Like mm. um, I go for the underhook and whether I land my hip toss or whether I take it back, I land with the side control. So a piece of guitar me, and then yeah. just work from there. Yeah, I'd hit a hip toss into an armbar. Oh yeah, man. Because really I cool. I keep the overhook. And then they kind of lose up there. So now I either jump to the back or I kind of just go near belly. Oh, so that's mm. we're we're speaking the same language, my friend. Yeah, it's all it's all very similar. Mm. See, so, uh, I love like defending. Actually, Dennis said this as well. He said, um, almost everybody will know how to sprawl on a shot. Like, yeah. No matter how good or bad it is, but not everybody will know how to defend a proper good like Uchimata. Like they're just gonna go, they're gonna get lost. Yeah. And at the end of it, he said, Judah will fuck your shit up. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. He does do that. Dude, dude, uh, yeah. On you, next time you actually meet me, you have to actually have a look at different parts of my body as a result of Judah. Uh, not sure if that's that. Are you going to put like a, a picture up of you with like a shirt off and just all the fucking, you just have a label and all the fucking fucked yeah, up marks yourself? Do, yeah. Ribs of victory with ribs are sticking in different directions. And- <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the best kind of ribs. Yeah, <laughs> I remember, I call it the rib of victory because like I wound so much into a big haragashi that I, when I actually threw it, my um, my rib ex- you know, exploded out. There was so much pressure on the torque, but uh, the guy was in in a bad state afterwards as well. So I would if I. What were you I, in the hospital with an exploded rib? Being like, ah, oh, you should see the other guy, nurse. No, actually, we're at the intervarsities. So when he got back from the hospital, we all got horribly pissed and it was fantastic oh that sounds like great 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 idea oh, yeah. did you have did you have like a championship medal or a crown or a belt to be like at the at the pub just swung over your shoulder oh man that the intervarsities is um it's the uh, universities and the, the it's competition and when the tournament is over like you go you all sit down for a, a dinner party and literally you all have to feed you get your medals and your trophies and whatever and then it's like the bar is there, guys. It's open till three o'clock. Go for it. So, oh, yeah. man. Uh, dude, I tell you, if I ever win like a Naga Bell Trenton, I'm going on a piss up that night and I'm going to have that thing flung over my shoulder the whole fucking night. I don't <laughs> give a fuck if it makes you look like a wanker. I don't care at all. I think you look pretty suave. Yeah, I just be like, yo, barkeep, give me a flagon of ale right fucking now with the thing slung over my shoulder with my feet up as well. <laughs> Don't blame it. But sure, if you win anything, it's kind of more. You kind of just instantly be like, right, let's go get fucked. <laughs> but, uh, if you finish the tournament. I just like to get a pizza. Uh, yeah, a few beers, a pizza. By the time I finish bringing everyone else home, <laughs> I just want food myself. So, uh, dude, every time a fucking Chinese takeaway uh, after every tournament, whether I do good or bad, because if I do good, celebration. If I do bad. Ah, the, the Chinese will let me uh, drown my sorrows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for me now, it's the, the Domino's double decadence. Do you know what that oh, one is? Domino's, oh. fucking hell. Oh, Sean. We're talking about all this food, and I'm here eating a fucking bar of chocolate. I was like, yeah. Well, that, that's you different. Know, you know what? Not, I'm going to have a beer now. And the rest is beer. weight cutting, lads. What? Mm-hmm. One of the worst things is cutting weight to make weight for the weigh-ins. 
Yeah. And that's why you're so mad to get all that junk food afterwards. Yeah. Uh, sure, man. We covered this on uh, the last uh, fucking. Well, we didn't actually talk about the junk food aspect. It's just like uh, on the last topic episode, it was all about weight cutting. And uh, I'd like to think we did a semi decent job at that episode. Not okay. not going to toot my own horn. It was semi decent. Yeah, like, uh, what's, Con, what's the weigh-ins like for wrestling? Is it, like, an hour beforehand or the day before or what? See, what you do is, it really depends on the competition because the proper way to do it is you send in, no, that's not right. Um, the proper way to do it, that's not also, that's also not right. I don't know what proper way there is to do it, but the way that we did it, the way that I've done it, and I've done it three times, is um, I weighed in, I've signed up for the competition, and you put in your weight, and then you weigh in on the morning. Mm-hmm. When I was when I was um when I was fighting up in Dublin for the Irish Open, I weighed in the day before. No, not the day before. The like two yeah, like the day before, I think. The day two days before. Some people could weigh in two days before or you could weigh in, in that morning. Um, I weighed in the day before via video and you can do that. Um when I went to England to fight uh, in the English championships, you'd sign up your you'd obviously sign up online, you'd say what weight you are and then sign in at that weight. But we signed in that way on the day, maybe like four or five hours ahead of your match, because everybody just weighs in at that time. And they weigh in, they weigh in by weight, which is really fucking good. And I, and I hate the way Jiu-Jitsu people do it, where it's like, oh, oh, blue belts come up here. It's like, no, just like literally get. But actually, but then that goes back to the belt system actually as well. So I'm gonna put that aside now. The uh, feudal, just like wrestling, it doesn't really have like a system. It doesn't have like a belt system. It's kind of like right, you're fighting as like you know. Fighting as you are fighting, like you know, there's no real yeah. reason for that. Um, but in wrestling, it's basically like you know, what weight are you? And there you go, have fun, like you know, don't die. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we we were allowed a two kilo weight allowance. Oh Jesus. Which is a bit weird, but it's the same day weight. So I'm not. It's like I'm not hundred percent sure of how that of how of how I felt about it. But like I suppose it's kind of all right. Maybe if it was like one kilo, it would be all right. But that meant if if one of my guys that I was fighting. He could be 74 and he could put down a 72 and he could still be in my division. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, because I, I fight 70, well, I wrestle 70. So um, so it's kind of, it's a bit strange in that regard in terms of uh, the allowance and how much people are able to put and how much people can do stuff. But then again, it's wrestling and like as you know, do to yourself, like mm-hmm. you're in high intensity, like, super high intensity matches. So like. Yeah. Man, two kilos means a lot, like, you know. It does mean a lot, especially if you're fucked. Absolutely. <laughs> like, if you go against somebody who's got, got good heavy tight and they're pulling you and they're two heavy, kilos heavier, you're going to feel it. And I know it's kind of like, oh, but you're like, it's spread out around the body. It's like, yeah, but they're also still kind of lying on your neck. So. Yeah, but you're also trying <laughs> to lift that person or take them off you. Yeah. Then you have to move them around, you have to move yourself around. And, and like, it's it's not a grappling dummy you're with. This guy doesn't want to be moved either. Yeah, like he literally just wants you to like do whatever he wants you to do. Mm. Quick sidebar: grappling dummies fucking suck. They're useless. Oh yeah, no, not for wrestling. I like to show dummies around for wrestling because it's good for lifts. If you're yeah, if you if you have a good if you get a good heavy heavy one, it's yeah. good for for your trolls, your suplexes, your Tanya Tashis. They're, they're good mm. for that. Well, as far as for drilling arm bars and stuff, like it's like yeah, yeah Gar- no. garbage. Defend the arm for fuck's sake! Defend it! Why aren't you mm. defending? Man, my fucking leg isn't even over the head. Just escape, you fucking idiots! <laughs> well, I was just going, Con. You were talking about yeah, two key. You could be two kilos. Man, that's a lot yeah. when you're like 
no, our weight there, you know, like in, in judo, there is zero tolerance. Yeah. You know, you get yeah. 0.5 because you're wearing a pants. You, you have to wear the gi bottoms that you're going to compete in. But that's mm. that's it, like, you know, um, yeah. jiu-jitsu, there's, there's zero tolerance as well. Like, you know, so two kilos yeah. of the same day weighing. It's, 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 it's not it's like you're wearing a big fucking jacket. You're wearing like a singlet. Like, don't you yeah. wearing a jock, singlet and some boots that weigh less than like half kilo. Yep. So like that's... They're more fucking strict than, than the fucking are at the bag shit, the airports with the weight stuff. <laughs> Thank God, man. That's, that's so true, actually, yeah. Uh, I actually seen a guy do a really good, uh, say, you know, since uh, the fucking weighing scale is like near enough, like to, under your knees, like the when you, you place it down, then there's like a conveyor belt brings you. So like this guy, he put his bag on, then he just had his foot sort of raise the bag up a little so it seemed lighter than it was on the scale, just to cheese them a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get your toe under the end of it. Smart man. <laughs> yeah, but also, if you think about it, if you do it wrong, you're just going to put more weight on the fucking thing because all the weight's going into one single point instead of spread out. Oh, no. See, it was underneath the bag. It was just elevating it slightly. So oh, it was just like... Re- oh, never mind then. If it's fully underneath the bag, then it's bad. That's what I mean. Like, I don't, like, not to mention, they'd notice you putting weight on top of the bag. Like, they'd be like, could you take your foot off the bag, please? But they, just, they, they don't notice the fucking thing when you're doing that. Oh, oh, your airline. <laughs> uh, Jiu-Jitsu Airlines will send you flying. Yep. <laughs> uh, guys, one, one thing, like, um, since you brought up the fucking weigh-ins, like, do you think day before weigh-ins should be like more common? Like, I remember at Naga, I'm kicking myself that I didn't fucking do the day before weigh-in because then I could have actually had dinner that night. But like, uh, fucking, <laughs> uh, what's your guys sort of taking it day before weigh-ins or? Uh, a day more just morning weigh-ins uh, my personal call I, I like the day of because it's more accurate reflection like you know of what the person weighs if someone dries out they weigh in the night before and then you you go in to grapple with them they're like Tom was saying like he was giving away two kilos you could be giving away six seven kilos if you're a natural at that yeah. that weight man that's that's a lot you know when someone's hanging out your neck yeah. that's a lot I weighed it seventy six. So that's like that's another five kilo difference. So like it is, it should be same day weighing. So I don't think there should be that much. Time. It should be like half kilo allowance, maybe. maybe yeah, the half kilo allowance. Yeah. Should always. Yeah. Well, if it's an MMA fight, like there's different different rules. Like in terms of grappling or wrestling, like no, same day is should be alright. Like. Yeah. That's another thing that I. I can't believe I didn't write this down. I didn't think about it. See, like, uh, you see a lot lately with the fucking the really good guys in the UFC. They're like, they lots of them have a wrestling background, like Khabib and the like. But see, you, you see less people with like a judo background. Like one person that comes to mind was Ronda Rousey. She had like a judo yeah. background. It's like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like then, any any notable people that you can think of with like a Khabib judo has background. Judo there as well. Fedor has judo in there as well. You know, like a lot of people say it's just pure Sambo, but they, they train all of them. Uh, you can go look Kayla Henderson, Rick Hahn, you know, there's a lot of good guys there. You know, so, like, that's just off the top of my head. Like, even Carol Parise and Manny Gambiori were quite good as well. Mm. Oh, shit. I, f- I forgot all about Sambo. Why don't I call my Sambo guy in to the call? We can make that, like, an extra party episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, let's not do that. Fuck that noise. That's a, that's a lot of extra work, so fuck that. 
<laughs> well, guys, I'm a uh, what's it? I'm a uh, I can't even think of the word. I'm like prof- strategically lazy. That's it. Strategically lazy. Ah. It's you know, it's just like effort goes into picking the times I can be lazy at. <laughs> uh, so once I actually saw something on the fucking um, uh, what's it? I think it was the BGJ Fanatics page on Facebook. It was like, uh, who would win like in a in a grappling match for like IBJJF rules? Like a a fucking judo high class judoka or a fucking high class wrestler guy? And you know, there's a lot of variables in that. Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> there's a shitload of variables. Well, is it is it a gi match? How how here's here's the how we propose the hypothetical match. A lot it would be a lot like the Pat Downey versus Gordon Ryan. The first round would be gi, and then the second round would be no gi. So how about that? Just so it's fair and balanced. So this is all points then. Uh, points and submissions are allowed, Wayne. Because why not? Oh. Look, uh, is it is it a pure wrestler against a pure judoka? Yeah. Oh. Okay, you're talking about. Such variables there, like a pure wrestler, don't necessarily have the submission aspects. Yeah, we don't give a shit about submissions and wrestling. Someone grabs your neck, you're going to dump on the ground, and that's it. Yeah, it, ex- exactly. Like you know, um, we're talking about different types of grips and all there as well. Um, like I'm, I'm assuming it's a gi match, is it? Uh, the first match will be gi, oh, and yeah. then when, when that's over, they'll have a no gi match. I feel like a judo lad would just fucking kill the wrestler, because the wrestler might be able to take him down, but like if like, if they don't know anything, they're kind of just useless. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot in there, you know. Yeah, the, the variables there, like you're, you're talking about, you know, you get your Ezekiel chokes with the, using a gi that a wrestler wouldn't be used to at home, you know. Mm. And, but, uh, like, a wrestler is well able to dominate as well. My God, like, some of the guys that I train with, they're fucking killers, you know. And, like, if they want to hold you in a position they will like you know so um yeah my, i would kind of go with the judo guy in the ibgf rules if it's pure someone straight from one and into the other mm. Mm. and then what about the no game match what would uh who would you put your money on then uh, I, I would probably go more with the, the wrestler on points at that point in the no game. yeah if it's pointed he can stay out of fucking weird positions i'd say he might be able to cling on via points Mm. Let's let's just say they're both ten minute rounds, so because why not? <laughs> like the judo guy won't escape and like get back to like a guard or something. See, that's one of the things that judo has got you know guard game elements as well. I know Khan does wrestling have much in the way of guard game. Like, uh, what's your way of trying not to be on your back? So no guard yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So we give we, we rather give up our back than be in the guard. So if you ended up fucking. If we if you ended up like sweeping or something, we probably had to turn on our back and then you'd end up probably strangling us. Simple as, you know. Yeah, like mm, for us, good, it's a lot of like if you're on your back, you have 20 seconds to escape or you're gone. You we've know? got we've got two. If you miss a throw, you're going or do a sacrifice throw. You're you're straight from on your back, you're stripped out, and you're going into an attack or a transition. Mm. You know, so it's well, on that that counts. It's it's tricky, mm. like. Yeah, mm. does that does that twenty second rule apply? Like, say you ended up in a guard scenario, but you're still on your back technically. No, is that, no. Is that, if you're okay. if you're on your back, okay, and you're in guard, that's not points against you because your opponent doesn't have full control. Oh, if okay. you get back to half guard, the the pin isn't counted either. So mm. I would have to be in 
Kami Shiogatami, that's your 69 that you're so fond of. Your, <laughs> North South, you pervert. <laughs> or your uh, side control or mount. You know, they're, you know, without going into too many judo technical terms or anything like that. If you Once you have full control of the guy on their back and you're past their legs, you can pin them there for 20 seconds, you win. If you, mm. if you can pin them for 15 seconds, you get a seven-point score. That's a Wizari. Get two of them, and you won the match. Right. Uh, sorry. Uh, what's the deal with, like, the wrestling con? Like, uh, is there any, like, sort of instant win sort of things? Like, just dumping someone, like, right on the back? What's the sort of take? Um, well, if you... It's very rare nowadays, but in freestyle, the way the points go is back exposure is two points. A takedown is two points. A reversal is two points. No, sorry. A reversal is one point, maybe. It's one or two points. It depends on the referee. Sometimes they'll give it as two because it's like a back exposure or it's a reversal. Mm. Uh, sometimes they'll give it as one. A push out is one. Landing someone flat on their back is four. And taking somebody above their like ass overhead is four, five points. I do mean full on ass overhead, like you're doing a full on back. Like, <laughs> are, we, are we talking like Matt Hughes running across the room with Frank Trigg? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, but like if if you now the way I've won all my matches, they're all by tech fall. Uh, no, that's not true. Uh, two of them are by three, three of them are by um, tech fall, and two of them are by pin. So the way tech fall works, you get ten points deficit, and then there's your win. Uh, the way a pin foot works is um or yeah, the way the pin works is you put someone in the back and you hold them there for their shoulder blades flat for like two three seconds, not even. Mm. what's the deal with the tech fall like what's what is the tech fall really it's basically just 10 points difference so if i so let's say if i score a takedown and you get two points and i score oh. four i get four more points that's six points altogether if i get a big throw or two more takedowns or let's say a box oh, okay. that's two two then that's 10 altogether then that's over that's it. Mm. see uh oh shit that actually brought that up see i remember i heard the rules of this one uh i heard this on a jujitsu video because in the early days when he was training there he went to this one tournament where there was this one there's this there's this rule if um if you got scored 12-0 in less than two minutes the match is over and the guy who had 12 points just wins this was a jujitsu competition mind you mm. oh. uh, what would you what would you say to that like say you did someone did score 12 points in two minutes I like there are you know what would you yeah. uh, what would you think of that? I think that's kind of a bit mean. Like anything can happen in jiu jitsu. Yeah, mm. I kinda agree with you, man. You know, submissions come out of anywhere. You know, right. someone gets a little bit cocky, leaves their arm in there, snap, there's your you know, tap. Yeah. Um now bear in mind, I've I know a few other people have done this. I I know people who've gotten I don't know them, but I've watched matches at the Irish Open. When I did my Irish Open and I got my blue belt out, I don't know I won my blue belt out, which is like two thousand sixteen or so, I don't know what the fuck about it was a while ago. Um oh god, we're in twenty twenty now. It would have been like two thousand seventeen. Um <laughs> that's bad. Or two thousand eight. I don't know, okay. Some two thousand eight? <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyway, um, white there, man. Yeah, I feel old. Um, but either way, this one got forty-five <laughs> to nothing. What? Yeah, forty-five points to nothing. How the fuck do you get forty-five points? And then tapped her with an armor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I know it's kind of like anything can happen, but like forty-five points is a little bit excessive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What if it gets to ninety-nine points to like nothing? Should I just end the match then? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, like, uh, 
Like, uh, fair enough, like, the 12 to nothing in two minutes. I think that's a reasonable, like, uh, metric to say, yeah. Like, And, you know, such a vast amount of points, such a disparity in such a quick amount of time. Just like, mm. yeah, they're obviously better than you, so... Boy! Or something. Yeah. But I still think it's taken away from the fact that anything can happen in jiu-jitsu as well. Because, like, yeah. the whole... The whole point of jiu-jitsu is to be able to defend yourself against things that are happening that's out of your control. Well, not out of your control, but um, that's, like, you know, slightly not normal because, you know, that's realistic. Not everybody here is going to be able to jiu-jitsu. So let's say if you're in town and you throw the punch at you, more than likely you're probably going to soak up that first punch. And then if you throw another one, you can end up slipping out to the back or something. Yeah. Or get a body lock and slip out to the back and choke them. Like... Anything can happen. Like, you, could, you could get a punch in the face either. Like, you know, either one of them can happen. And if you take that element away from jiu-jitsu, where it's like, you know, the surprise element of, you know, somebody just throwing up a random triangle and then strangling you to sleep, like, it's kind of a bit annoying. I, I don't know. Here, look at, look at that Chael Sonnen fight versus Anderson Silva. Like. Yeah. You know, what happened there, for anyone who can't remember, such as me? <laughs> uh, Chael was, was going to town on him like, and then just right towards the end Anderson called him I think it was a triangle was it? Something like and, that triangle armor yeah 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 so and Anderson got to remain one of the greatest of all time yeah hmm. no. okay, did, you ever, did you ever see that fucking uh, I think this was at ADCC just there fucking Craig Jones versus uh, Chael Ch- Ch- Sonnen well, I haven't seen that one I uh, see the uh, that no, that was Vinnie Magalish. This is a oh, Trial yeah. versus Craig. And guys, Trial even said this himself. He's like, Craig submitted me three fucking times in that match because he gets this one heel hook. He hears a pop in my knee. He lets go. And then he gets another one. Here's another pop. Let's go. And it gets me in this other thing. And then I finally tap because like, you could, you could just see, he's like, the confusion on my face. Craig, Craig was like, yeah, he clearly doesn't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'll just do something else. True. <laughs> Man, that's fucking crazy, isn't it? Craig Jones is a real gentleman in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's not use kindness or weakness, I suppose. Mm. Ah, you know, sure, dude, the whole Vinny Magalish thing as well. Like, he just messed that fucker up. Fair play to Vinny. His leg, his fucking, he has some flexible legs on him. Uh, but, you know, saying leg locks don't work, uh, that's a, quite a fucking thing to try and uh, yeah, back up. Like, oh, fascinating theory you got there. Let's see if it holds water. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like watching that. I kind of, uh, I, not as in, like, you know, I didn't like the match. Like, you know, the match is great, but I just didn't like the fact that your man, that Vinny's knee was going to go every time. Like, oh, I was man, that at, scared me. <laughs> I was looking at one eye open. It's like, ah, here, just, ah, ah. Mm. No, like, man, I'm, a big, I'm big into leg lock, so I was like, like, fucking gl- eyes glued to the screen like so fucking close watching it hyper analytically so it's like the opposite of you in that regard i'm like what's his leg lock oh let's see let's see let's see aha good crunch good twist on the knee i love it but you oh, know thank god it's not on you <laughs> you know who you want for doing that kieran davern he's brilliant and he does everything he does is like it's not like mad stuff you can kind of understand that a little bit better. Obviously, there's high levels of like Craig Jones, high, high level of Craig Jones. But if you look, if you want to look at a match and kind of like just get a basic understanding of the leg lock, watch one here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, see, that kind of reminds me of something there. Again, like, uh, this got brought up again. I put this on my story. Uh, fucking 
uh, this is like a little little sidebar. Sorry. So, uh, you know uh, Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a uh, air quotes brown belt in jiu-jitsu, right? Nope. Uh, see, uh, he I seen him like there was a video was circulating of him rolling with Craig Jones, and I know Craig is a is a phenomenal black belt. He makes black belts look like white belts. He's he's like one in a million. But him and Ashton were rolling, and Ashton looked garbage. And uh-huh. I, like, I, I know it's mean, but Ashton moved like a four-stripe white belt. I'm sorry. Are you not a white belt? No. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> no, I'm a fucking blue belt, motherfucker. And I'm making this official right now. This is my decree if anyone wants to set up this super fight. Me versus Ashton Kutcher, even though he's like 40-something and I'm 21, and I'm a blue belt. I don't care. I will take that challenge. <laughs> yeah, maybe the standard over in America isn't as high as it is here. Nah, that's because like, dude, he's he's under Higgin Machado, one of the fucking most well-respected guy uh, jiu-jitsu professors in America. I just think it's just a case of he's a celebrity, and you know, celebrities doing martial arts. You you already know what the deal is. But sir, hang on, hang on. Fucking Demi Lovato is also blue belt. Apparently. Yep, Demi is blue as well. Yeah. Uh, but, is she, but is she any good? Let's, I don't know. I want to look it up now. John, fucking what's his name? Keanu Reeves is a white belt. Yeah, he's a white belt. He's still a white belt. Yeah, he, I think... Uh, who does he train with? I fucking... I can't remember. Jonah Hill like, does jiu-jitsu. Wiz Khalifa does jiu-jitsu. Man, fucking... Jonah Hill's a one-stripe white belt and he got like a sponsor by like Hyperfly. You shouldn't yeah. be fucking doing that. That's fucking that, like, stupid. Like, man, once... Money talks, dude. Ca- call me crazy... But I don't think one stripe white belts should be getting sponsorships regardless of who they are. Like maybe if Jonah if Jonah Hill won fucking the worlds, maybe, maybe, but come on the fuck. Yeah. Uh well look, how much uh, how much uh, cost to give him a, a gi like? Yeah, Jonah uh, just you're mentioning him, you're just after advertising hyperfly. Hmm. I fucking hate Hyperflank by the way they're overpriced and oversaturated and uh, the quality doesn't even hold up to that so fuck Hyperfly what they have a judo version of a gi is the judo version of a gi any good I don't know I can't afford it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's another thing they're like I just said they're overpriced like yeah. is there any need for them to be so fucking expensive plus their um, their shipping is extortionate it's fucking expensive that's Sure. They're pretty. Ah, uh, man, just get to Tammy. They're, you know, the quality is good. The designs are nice. It, it, they're pretty enough. Plus, the shipping won't fucking rob you and leave you destitute. Ah, look, there's some great geese out there, like, you know, so. Mm. You know, like, See, I, I don't want to harp too much on the celebrity thing, because I think that's a good topic for another episode. But, like, okay, just to bring it back to the thing, like I said, uh, your man Higgin Machado said Ashton Kutcher could beat Conor McGregor in a grappling match. And uh, that's why I started making fun of him the other day. I'm like, <laughs> we, we've all seen the video. Uh, I'll, let, I'll let you send you guys the video because it, it's in bad. I've, I've already in, watched it. I, I don't want to watch it again. Like, you'll, <laughs> you'll understand ex- exactly what I mean because it, it's a fucking, I, I don't want to be mean, but it's an embarrassment. God, get getting all heated. <laughs> okay, what was the topic of this oh, episode about again? Yeah, it was um, judo apparently versus wrestling, but uh, we're after finding more similarities and that uh, just train both and you'll be awesome. Mm. It's almost yeah. as if it's all just grappling at the end of the day. Who'd yeah. have thunk? Who'd have thunk? 
you want to have to melt it in there somehow. And the cool thing is about if you go against someone who's good at wrestling or good at judo or sambo or whatever, whatever it is. If I go against, if I'm uh, competing or not competing, if I'm like, rolling with Sean the whole time, what's going to end up happening is I'm going to get better judo. Yeah, exactly. And he's going to get better wrestling training. If I end up getting around to the wrestling, it's going to come my face. But you know, there's the whole thing there. Like you know, it's it's all very. It's all very much of a personal preference. Now, something that I want to bring up is which is better for self-defense, just in terms of. Uh, I can actually help you on that one. I actually used self-defense, used judo self-defense a few years back. Um, it's a kind of cool enough story, I suppose. It was down um, Rag Week. You know what Rag Week is, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Down in Waterford. And How old are you again? I am 39. Oh, yeah. So this is like what? Like a good five years ago? <laughs> He's you old. <laughs> Come back, you should um, see. No, uh, I was coming coming home from Ruby's nightclub. You know, I got my kebab and that. Take a shortcut home, and I was wearing tight clothes and my hair was down, so I suppose I looked like a chick from behind. <laughs> and, uh, couple of couple of dudes were like, "Hey, where are you going?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm fucking off home." And I was like, "What are you saying?" So uh, I got slashed with a fucking uh, Stanley knife. And whatever, whatever way, they got close and I got the arm around the waist, hip, or done a, an Ogashi hip throw straight onto a curb. All we heard was a crunch. The other guy came up and hip throwed him with the other one onto the ground. Just a, a quick elbow to the face and a, and a sweep. And the other guy just kind of went, oh, fuck, and ran. Yeah. You know, and went to the and guards that- and, and kind of said, hey, hey guys, um, I'm after being assaulted. And they're like, hey, you look all right. <laughs> And then they actually had a look at a bit of blood under my, my top and stuff. But uh, they were found in the three of them were found in the hospital. They found the fourth guy, and they were yeah. pretty messed up. And they didn't press charges. So it's like, hey. <laughs> no shit, they work. didn't press charges because they fucking started it. So fuck them. Yeah, em. yeah. So like, how would the, they even the try really and make that case? Was, like, honestly, the really funny thing was a few weeks later, I was in a taxi in Waterford, and uh, the taxi driver relayed the whole story of, of this about some chick beating up guys. <laughs> I thought not for me, I'm not a chick. I'm not a chick. <laughs> like man, beard now. You, you know. See, you actually brought up something interesting there. See, like I know they didn't press charges, but like, do you ever hear of like the cases where people like that do? Like, they start to the fucking trouble, they get the shit kicked out of them, and then they want to fucking uh, lawsuit out of it. Like, I know I started it, and I fucking tried to slash you with a standing life and kick the shit out of you. But I, and and even though you kicked the shit out of me, I'm still gonna sue you because I'm a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Well, look. Can't account for taste, can you? So but then again, that also ties in with people being stupid and not understanding the law, and then being like, "Oh, they use excessive violence." Well, I don't know, man. If you're trying to stab me, then obviously you're going to get fucking. Yeah. It's like like what's the ex- dude? What like there's ex- four of you, there's one of me, and you have weapon. You know. I fucking this is this is another story, but it's kind. It's not really self defense. It's kind of like uh, stopping a weird fucking weirdo fucking picking up a girlfriend. Basically, what happened was, um, I was in a nightclub and this random traveler that came up and picked up my girlfriend by the arse and ran off with her so i yeah. went up to him grabbed him by the neck one foot behind his foot and fucking floored him to the ground and it's almost like a ground pound thing where you have your hand in the neck and you're almost about to beat the shit out of him. and the bouncer's like no don't do that and your man and, and my girlfriend was like going fucking pissed off with it like off over this like you know because she was actually being held on to while your man was falling over on his face so she well, fell too inadvertently and that wasn't my intention but like you know fuck him so like you know he's a dick but afterwards, he was like, what the fuck are you doing? What was that for? It's like, I don't know, man. You grabbed my girlfriend, you picked her up, you tried to run off with her. Obviously, I'm going to floor you. 
Like, yeah. Let's be realistic here. Like, you can't just go around being a dick and, and then being like, oh, but you're, what are you doing? It's like, I'm only messing. It's like, that's not messing. That's you being a fucking creep. Like, like that's yeah. a, that's like a, like, what does that look like to the outside person? That looks like someone just, like, it looks like caveman times where you just pick up and take a woman away. Yeah. Like, that looks, that's a bit sketch, don't you think? Yeah, you just don't do that. Like, Especially with especially with someone like me, because I'm the kind of person that was like, if I'm with one of my friends and somebody starts on them, I'm going to be like, lads, just calm down, like, just don't, just don't do this. And then it escalates. Like another time, I was in fucking where was I? I was in what's in? I think it might have been in Dublin or something. But some lad swung on one of my friends, and I pulled him out of it anyways. And I was like, alright, here, just no, just just walk away from me. And your man was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you getting involved? It's like, well, like you're the one starting this. Like you know, I don't want to get involved in this at all. Like you know, can, can you not just walk away? Like it's fine. Like, you know, you've had your fucking, you've had your little fucking hissy fit, like, you know, just let it go now, like, you know, it's fine. And he swung at me, and I was like, oh, just go away, like, and he missed, and I picked him up, and I just dumped him on his side. Like, it was literally just, I wrapped around his waist, and just, like, swept the leg, and just dropped him. It's like, don't do that again, like, just take it easy. Because I'm not trying to compare jiu-jitsu or judo to wrestling in this kind of terms, but it does give you the confidence to be in town and to be all right with a bit oh, of Oh, yeah, 100%. Because some guys... I know some guys, they're the cockiest pieces of garbage in the world, but if somebody, but like if you actually like went up to them and, and like gave them a good old twack, like slap in the face, they'd probably cry. Because, <laughs> because they have that overconfidence of I'm like, you know, the best because I'm a dick. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know. But yeah, being, like you're saying, you're saying the right things there, man. You know, it's, it's having known that you can do this stuff. Mm. Uh, if you need in the worst of pressure situ- situations, you can do what needs to be done. Like, yeah man that's that's no harm (laughs) like even looking confident is a big deterrent like i've had guys that just actually there's another guy in town so so many stories of this i've had another guy in town he's actually one of actually one of my brother's friends but like i went to the same school as him so like you know i'd actually know what to see and everything else they're all like you know they all know each other by name and stuff but this guy basically what happened was he smacked his drink out of his hand this random guy smacked his drink uh, my friend's drink out of his hand and he was like, um, and my friend was like, here, man, like, what was that about? It's like, fuck you. It's like, no, like, you know, you, you, like, you full on, like, slapped it out of my hand, like, that's not okay, like, so you have to buy me another one. It's like, fuck you, I do MMA. It's like, all right. And the man's like, all right. And then I saw it, and then he, he looked at me, told me over, and I was like, everything all right here? And he goes, sure, he's, he's not my drink on my hand. He said, he's threatening to beat me up, like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, it's like, well, sure, he bumped into me. It's like, yeah, and did not knock the drink out of his hand? It's like, that's, that's not okay, like, either way, like, you know, but you still knock the drink out of his hand, I still own my drink. And he goes, try to do a mail. Like, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, well, I cried to do a mail. SVG tell more. It's like, I'll do you. When was the last class? It's like, today. It's like, well, today is Sunday. Like, you know, there's no classes on Sunday. It's like, how would you know? It's like, because I teach up there. This is what I just, <laughs> like, I was like, I teach up there. Like, I've never seen you in my life. Don't even know your name. Didn't even know you were from Tullamore. Like, just what are you doing? And some people just think, like, that, like, um, well, no, I. And he said to me, fuck you, like, and I just looked at him. I didn't do anything, I just looked at him with, like, do you know that kind of disgusted face you do? It's kind of like, yeah. just, you know, it's just one eye kind of more closed than the other. It's like, what the fuck, like, I looked at him like that, and he called me to fuck off, then he walked off, and I was like, what's that about, like? <laughs> I, I, I know people sometimes are like, oh, I watch MMA, so therefore I do MMA. Yeah, yeah. Or what's, what's the best one? Oh, I wear a Top 5 t-shirt and I do UFC. Yeah. So therefore, I am the UFC. So like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, look, I just fuck. It's just I'd so walk down a road, you know, and yeah. and uh, there'd be loads of tough-looking dudes and wearing their, their t-shirts or whatever, and they're walking past you and they're kind of just kind of 
the idea of like nudge hit your shoulder kind of like mm-hmm. dude okay whatever just please go away yeah you know they don't you know they, they're just kind of looking to look hard rather than actually doing it I had, there was a guy up in electric picnic. This guy was actually really, really cool. I never got his name after. Fucking raging. He's a really cool guy, though. And basically what it was, we were talk, we were talk, I heard him talk about MMA. And I was like, oh, shit. Were you watching that match? Or whatever. I, I was pretty wasted at this stage. I was like, did you watch that match? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and he was talking about like the positions. I was like, oh, you do jiu-jitsu. I was like, yeah. I was like, do you have a little roll? It's like, yeah, sure, go on. And then I was wearing a big tap. I was wearing um, my uh, Enjoy a Choke uh, Rascal oh, yeah. Naga. It's like Enjoy a Coke, but... Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a jiu-jitsu joke, and um, and I was taking that off. And I was taking off my top, and I was because I had that under it because it was freezing. And um, but we we're going to do a bit, of, going to do a bit of Rolex. So it was a bit of a mess. And he goes, and he's really confident. Like I mean, this is the most confident guy I've ever seen. Like you know, even just as a mess around, like. But he's, he was, it was kind of a cool confident. Wasn't like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up. It's kind of like, yeah, so we'll have a little Rolex, you know, nice and kind of nice and cool, like. And uh, he, I was like, what belt are you? And he goes, oh, I'm a three-tip three uh, white belt. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, no, not too bad. And he goes, what about you? He's like, oh, I'm a blue belt. And, he, and his face just dropped. <laughs> like, I do mean, like, I've never seen someone's face drop even harder. And he was like, all right, cool. And his friend just, he looked over at his friend, and his friend just started bursting out laughing. And we started rolling, and I got him in the front headlock, and rolled under, and got him tapped him out in, like, something like four or five seconds. And then he was like, yeah. You're definitely a blue belt, and I was like, okay, <laughs> this was a lot of fun, like, but like, there's always, there's always some guys, it's always the guys who you don't think that do kind of grappling stuff and martial arts that do grappling and martial arts. Do you know what I mean? It's because people who think that they need to like, um, showcase their, their tap out shit when they walk through town. They're obviously the exceptions to the rule, um, but people who feel like they need to showcase that kind of thing, they're obviously not self confident themselves, so then they have to like shout to everybody, "Are you a hard fuck motherfucker?" Like. So don't mess with me. And it's all like, we just know you're like not that hard. Like you're just showing off. You're just trying to be that person that like you know you should be. It's just peacocking, really. Yeah, basically. You don't. Now, guys, important to mention, we we're not against tap out t-shirts. Some of my friends like them, so. I like them. Yeah. Uh, that's just a reputation. Like in uh, the reputation is completely besmirched by these fucking shitheads are all like man i'm so fucking tough uh I, i'm so tough when i have my three friends around me and i'm picking on this skinny dude i'm so yeah. fucking hard look how cool i am until that skinny dude is a fucking professional k1 boxer and fucking kicks this living dead i tell you yeah you saw uh, it's like yeah sure he did no see that's why they have the three friends with them so if they do get into the spot of honor the three friends can jump in at the same time to fight this one skinny dude for them fair fight just for anybody there, the main thing if that happens, if you get cornered, the main thing to do is run. Oh God, yes. And it's uh, and people are kind of like, sure, I'll just stay and knock one of, I'll choke one of them out, and then I'll choke one guy out and have him in front of me, so the rest of them can't hit me. And then when no. he's out, I'll get the other guy and choke him, and then do the same thing. It's like, yeah, okay, that's a cool plan, but like if you get punched in the face, that plan's going to like shit very quickly. Just run away. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I know it's kind of like, oh, you're a little bitch, but like let's be realistic here. It's just safer to run away. Yeah, it's easy to defend yourself when you're not there. Yeah, exactly. The best way to defend yourself is go into a kebab shop and get some kebab and eat, and eat, and then just forget about it. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to eat my fucking kebab. Man. That's the worst thing. Oh, oh so- man, you, you should have skewered them in the neck with the kebab. Ginny Breslin put me for this. Some guy in Supermax knocked my, started eating out of my snack box. I didn't eat any of it. I didn't get to eat any of it. He started eating out of my snack box. I was like, what are you doing? Like, And he knocks my food in the ground. It's like... What are you doing? And he goes, oh, I play county. He's like, I don't care if you play county. My food just got knocked around, you bastard. 
and this was at Christmas, so it was like the worst time to do this. Like, oh, it's about the season of giving, and you just gave me a massive fucking headache. Like, come on, man. Like, you just can't do that. Like, and, he, and his, his excuse was, I play a county. It's like, that's not okay. So what? Uh, because, because you play like hurling or rugby, you're allowed to be a complete other piece of shit? Rugby's okay. I don't mind rugby. No, I, just, I fucking I, hate I, rugby, I so. fucking hate you. All that and all its derivatives. I hate rugby, Gaelic, fucking hurling because you have cocky pricks doing it. So, sorry. Don't right. confuse the sport with the people, you know. Uh, just there are some there are, like I I love rugby. I absolutely love it. There you have dudes smashing each other, fighting over a ball like it's excellent. I go on to Leinster's. <laughs> What, what's that? I go on to Leinster's. It was great fun. Did you? Oh, yeah, the level of that is fucking unreal. And they're all they're all gentlemen. Oh yeah. They're all complete gentlemen. But some guys, some guys, and they're just like, I do this and I do that. And it's like, is you're also a dick. Yeah. Please, please don't be like that. Why can't you just be a normal human? I don't like being. I don't like being the person where it's like, why can't you be normal? Because I just feel like I'm a dickhead when I say that. But then again, some people just don't understand that like all you need to do to be a normal human is just not go around the place acting like you're the biggest dog. Like, man, it's actually easier to be nice than it is to be a cunt. Like, you actually have to go out of your way and make yeah. a conscious effort to be a prick. Meanwhile, being nice, you just don't do that. It's actually easier to not be a prick yeah. than to be people, a prick. People like you more and they do a lot more stuff to help you out if you're nice. You know? <laughs> okay, let's be realistic here. Like, you know, if you're if you're going into a bank and actually this happened to me literally when I was over in uh, Port Leach, this one guy he was waiting for he was getting stuff in a shop and he had a taxi waiting outside and obviously he was in like a massive rush because you know pandemic and everything else wearing a mask and he goes sorry can I jump in in front of you like you know my car's out I'm waiting the taxi's waiting on me and everything else I was like yeah no bothers but I know if that was some other person they would have been like fuck you what the fuck are you doing like you know who do you think you are jumping in front of me like think you're better than me and everything like, no it's like like it literally because when he did that the other cashier came back so then I was like at the register faster than I would have actually been if it just would have been one person so like like in, in, in the end of things like if somebody if somebody ends up causing you a bit of inconvenience just let it go it's going to save you a lot more time you're not going to be thinking about it and all you have to do is really just like think about food or anything else for like half yeah. a second and it's over and over because you forget about it yeah look man it's all about staying calm under pressure as well isn't yeah. it that's a good thing as well. Who are, are grinding for our sports and all there as well, yeah. you know. Patience. You know, patience. It'll pass and just it'll be grand. Yeah. That's just where you learn it though. It's just how you learn how to be like, you know, focused and calm and to go with stuff. Like mm. some people are just like That's oh, what I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, I thought it cut out there. So, sorry about that. So fucking yeah, do you think uh, we should end the episode there or do you want to go on for a little bit more? What's the deal? Do you have any more questions? No, nah, uh, all my fucking checklists is ticked off. And that, no, I don't want this like uh, spinning off into like a meandering sort of thing. <laughs> no, I'm, ha- I'm happy enough now. Like, uh, I have had a great chance to talk to Khan. I can't wait to meet you and show you my funky body parts. <laughs> We've met a few times, though. We've met yeah, good times. Yeah. I've fought a lot of your fighters. You probably have, man. You probably have, and... Can you think of any of them? Uh, no, because what? What's what's your gym? Which gym is it? Because for uh, the life of me, Portugal Gold Team and um, Team Cave Man be that. Yeah, I fought a lot of people from there, but for the life of me, I can't remember any of their names. Ah, yeah. Because because I'm the kind of person where it's like I'll do something, I'll kind of just, I'm I'm literally just jumping around the place. Yeah, look, I that's I'm, I'm similar, you know. I don't really remember the names of guys 
that I fight too much. You know, people remember me because the way I look or whatever. But yeah, same. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, got a beard and a man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like the small, hairy guy that just doesn't care and just goes in and has a fight and laughs all day. You know, it is. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like, it is a lot. What yeah. is competition just being? And just not really care. Well, obviously you care, but I don't know you, you mm. care in the moment. Yeah, mm. when you're kind of there. Yeah, guys, a lot of, I keep getting that poor connection, and I'm worried about the thing cutting out. So I think we should, like, I, I don't want the episode cutting out on me. No. Uh, right, uh, uh, so I've got a so guys, more yeah. in the fridge there. So, uh, Jeff, anything to say before we shoot off? What's the next um, topic on? Uh, I think I haven't decided yet. Is, I have a few things in the place. Place. In the pipe, yeah, intermediate belts. I think that's a good one. Cool. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Like uh, between white and blue, like. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be a fan. I like I like tips myself. Hmm. Seven <laughs> tips like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, that's a good one. So, guys, as always, thanks again to Sean for being on the episode. He no problem, he has dude. his own ep- he has he has his own episode that is the interview style. I'll have that linked if you want to see it. Or it'll just be in the playlist anyway. And thanks to Khan for uh, making all the, telling us all the stories about, oh man, one time on a night out, I was in town this one time. Like, all the <laughs> stories started with that. He started it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, this, it's, said, this is the one time I actually said it, and it's actually true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Oops.